Hey guys, my name's Brian Messick, and I'm one of the stars of Seven Lambs' newest series, Movie Night. This audio sitcom centers on six friends who get together every Friday night to hang out and watch a movie. Coincidentally, the movie they choose to watch coincides with the issues and situations they're facing in their everyday lives. If you're a fan of comedy or film, or both, then visit sevenlamb.com or search for Movie Night wherever you listen to podcasts. Seven Lamb Productions presents Atlas Avenue B Case 3 The Gold Hawk Part 10 Escape Car Hey, move over. I can't see. Shut up. Simon and I were in a large dumpster, sitting on flattened cardboard boxes and cigarette butts. A strange man in a trench coat and a black hat stood by Lauren, a gun in his hand. They talked, but were too far away for us to hear anything. What are they saying? I don't know. I can't hear them. Well, if you move over, I can see. See what? I can read lips. You can? Yeah. Then what are they saying? I can't see from over here. Uh, Fine. Here. I slid over and Simon propped up on my knee. Better? Yeah, that's the spot. What are they saying? Bear with me. I may be a little rusty. I haven't done this in a while. That's fine. Okay, okay. Let's see. Lauren says, what money? And the man's saying, carts upside down make hard baskets. What? Now Lauren's saying, ain't why he's over there. I can't get no satisfaction. What does that mean? And the man is saying, why don't pandas grow old? Mom wants chocolate, and Jupiter is my cart's name. I I don't think you're doing this right. Think about it. That's the second time he said cart. So? So, obviously, this cart is important to him. Okay, what's Lauren saying now? She's saying Sean Bean wears carpet earrings, but not on Tuesday, because nothing Metallica pumpkin sauce. Are you having a goddamn stroke? No, that's what she said. She did not say that. Maybe I missed a word here or there, but that's what she said. She would not be mentioning Sean Bean or Metallica right now. How do you know? Because that's stupid. Fine, hold on, wait. Now he's saying crab butter target supermarket financial outlet microwaves. Ray Liotta cart 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 cart. Stop, Just, just stop. He's not fucking repeating the word cart. I think he is. You're not, you're not reading their lips. You don't think they're using complete sentences? You think they're chatting about fucking Metallica and saying cart 15 times? Get off my knee. Sorry, I told you I was rusty. You said a little rusty. I bet I got some of the words right. <sighs> Forget it. What do you think we should do? He's got a gun on her and I can't get a good shot. And I didn't know if I wanted to. I may want this guy alive. Hey, look, he's giving something to Lauren. What is that? It's a piece of paper. Lauren nodded a few times. The man slowly holstered his gun and slipped down a side alley, out of sight. Shit, he's getting away! Simon and I jumped out of the dumpster and ran over to Lauren. Where did he go? You can't go after him. I can. Look, you watch Lauren, I'll go after Trenchcoat. No! I'll cut him off at the pass. Simon! Simon! Hey, where do you think you're going? Simon's going to get hurt. So are you if you walk away from me. What? I want you to talk. 
Now. What are you doing here? I'll be asking the questions. Can't I ask at least one? That was your one. Now answer mine. Who was that man? She looked to the ground. Her arms were shaking. Wiseman. Andrew Wiseman? The very same. What? Why? Why was he here meeting with you? But again, she didn't answer. She only stared at the ground, shaking. Just then, Simon ran back up from the other side of the alley. He, uh... He got away. Again, I couldn't find the pass. Is there a sign or something for it? What? He probably already knew how to escape quickly. He kept mentioning some escape cart. An escape cart? He mentioned it like 15 times. I fucking knew it. Lauren, I want to know why you left me to die. (gasps) What? No more secrets. What the hell is going on? Okay, Lauren. Why? Why'd you set us up? Us? Me, Simon, and... Byman. We were in Lauren and Donald's hotel room. I was about to get to the bottom of this. Wait, what happened to Byman? He's dead. Shot seven times, maybe more. I kind of lost count. Wiseman? We were ambushed. You were? Don't play coy. I wouldn't even know how to play. Never heard of the game. This isn't a game. You left me in the cold. Not only that, I was attacked. I motioned to my bandaged arm. And if it wasn't for my extreme athleticism, ingenuity, and shockingly good looks, I would have been killed. How do your looks help? They always help. You were attacked? Stop pretending! You knew that would happen. You set us all up. Sadly for you, me and Simon survived. Yeah, by our good looks. Well... Now it makes sense why Byman died. He was always the less attractive of the two of us. That's a little harsh, don't you think? No, he knew he was ugly. I didn't set you up. My contact told me Jerry Flynn lived at that house. I thought Simon and Byman were your contacts. There are a lot of people working on this case. Not just me, Simon, and Byman. Donald's old partner got pulled into the mix because of the other criminal organizations involved. Dick Matheson? Matheson had surveillance on Ice Age, and he learned of John Roby. That's how he knew about Smush's double agent. Hold on! Donald's old partner? No, wait. I have a more important question. What about Wiseman? Byman and I walked into an ambush after you sent your text. I never sent any text. Byman said you did. Okay, she-devil. Really? Oh, most definitely. Let's see if you can earn a Lauren after all this. If you didn't set us up, where'd you go? I'm not supposed to say. Well, you better. You better say something. Or I'm giving up on you. Byman sent me a message. You guys got to make on the car. We did. And I found the car hopping on Atlas as I made for the motel. So I gave chase, but he got away. (sighs) He got away. I was heading back for you, James, but... But then... I got a call. Yeah? Okay. I haven't been completely honest with you. No shit, Sherlock. No, she's Lauren. Actually, she's she-devil until she can win my trust back. 
Donald isn't just a coat salesman. He's... He's also CIA. Ex-CIA. Wait, you didn't know that? How would I know that? That's how Donald and I met. Wait a second. No, James. It was after you. After we split, I buried myself in work. Literally. Sometimes stacks of documents and files would fall on me and I would have to dig myself out. Donald and I got assigned to the same project. A terrorist plot organized by Smush. That's when, well, we... Don't say it. Fell in love. So he wasn't just a beard. No. I'm sorry. Isn't beard a gay slang term for cover? He wasn't a cover. And he didn't just sell coats? While in the field, he had a lapse in judgment, and the CIA forced him out because of it. They forced him to retire early. And I decided to leave with him. We had some money saved up, so we weren't worried. Plus, Donald had some ideas for new business adventures. I think you mean ventures. No, they were exciting experiences as well. The fucking coats? That was one idea, of many. Donald's smart. He had plenty of ideas. He figured out a way to build and supply cities with a new plumbing system that would fill toilets with salt water, rather than fresh water saving millions of gallons a day. Oh, nice. I always thought it was a waste of shit and perfectly good drinking water, but I still do it. As do we all. He also had an idea for a GPS tracking stamp that could be applied to skin, so that parents could track their kids in case something happened to them. It wasn't intrusive and was completely safe. And it could be removed when the kids were older. Okay... Donald had all kinds of ideas. He developed renewable resources. He developed apps. He wrote code. And yet he fucking settled on the coats? What's your point? Everything you're mentioning is way better than a damn coat that zippers horizontally. I stood by his decisions. Yes, I know. And his business decisions, but why? Why lie to me? I was here to take down Smush. Donald was here for redemption. He wanted to prove himself to the CIA, to his superiors. We knew that Goldhawk was stolen before you did. Well, good for you! But we needed your help. Donald was against it, but I knew that you were the best choice to play in Smush's high-stakes poker game. I told Donald all about your background. So, all that stuff about missing me and falling for me again, wanting to rekindle our relationship? It was partly true. Which part? (sighs) Okay, none of it was true. Damn, dude, that sucks. But I've been there before. Really? You've been married to the love of your life, quit your job, become a police officer, moved twice, been divorced, and years later found out that your ex was part of the CIA? You've been there before? Oh no, not like that. I just meant I've been sad before. So like, that's the similarity I was going for. Thank you. James, I still do care for you. I wish we remained friends. I meant that. I still want you in my life. But yes... I lied about the rest. I needed your help, and I thought that if I told you the truth about Donald, you wouldn't want to. Ah, I missed your manipulations. I was always your puppet. Isn't that right, Geppetto? No, dude, she's Lauren. I know who she is, Simon. Please stop. You wouldn't help if you knew Donald was involved, too. You're damn right. Fuck Donald. Where is that prick anyway? That's when her eyes became watery. She was fighting back tears. She-devil? The reason I didn't go back for you last night is because Donald called me to tell me he was kidnapped. At first, I thought it was a kinky role-playing scenario. We often played that he was a kidnapped victim and I was the macho SWAT team member that would rescue him. 
My girlfriend and I used to roleplay that I was Byman and she was me. Really? Roleplaying? You guys are odd. Oh, really, Simba? Okay, okay, one time. <clears throat> For six months. But it turns out it wasn't roleplaying. I'd been made by Wiseman during our chase, and Donald was really taken. I searched everywhere for him. Then I got another call from Wiseman himself. He told me to meet him this morning, and that's why I was there in that alley. I couldn't say anything to anyone. What did he give you? This. She held out a folded piece of paper. I took it and opened it slowly, revealing a silver wedding band. It's Donald's. Wiseman said next time it'll be a finger. Donald's? (laughs) Well, I don't think it'll be a random finger. What does he want? He wants the CIA to step back. Donald was right. I should have never involved you. They know we know everything. We know about the game, and they probably know that we know about the double agent. About John Roby. So if Locke doesn't play... They'll release Donald. (laughs) So Smush really was worried about Antigard and Locke. They were the best players. The only real competition for Roby. Of course, Antigard... Fuck Antigard. We all startled and spun around. There, in the corner of the room, sitting in a fancy French accent chair, was Arthur. Antigard is a piece of shit. What the hell are you doing here, Arthur? Well, since you won't invite me to anything, I have to invite myself. This isn't a party. No? Then why are Edith and Paul here? I quickly looked around but saw no Edith, nor Paul. They're not here. Oh, shit. Well, I thought that was Edith and that was Paul. He pointed to Simon and Lauren. They look nothing like Edith and Paul. They sound nothing like them either. My bad. I saw you with the dude and the girl, and I guess I just assumed. My jealousy got the best of me. You were there the whole time? No, just the last hour or so. We've only been here for 20 minutes. Yeah. (sighs) Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, who are you? Don't be sorry. I'm Arthur. Arthur Phelps. Locke's best buddy. Right, pal? No. (laughs) He does this all the time. Big Jimbo, you big goofball. Don't piss me off already. I know you. You're the guy who arrested Antigard for killing Ugart. That's right. You were wrong about that. Eh, so what? Arthur, you need to leave. Why? Because this isn't my room and I broke in? That's exactly why. (laughs) Fine. Good luck finding Wiseman, though. You know where he is? No. Then how are you going to help? I know who he is. Remember Big Jimbo? Andrew Gardman. So what, Arthur? We already know he goes by many names. Well, I could help you search. I know who he is and what he looks like. I don't want to involve you. Hey, what are best friends for? Not this. Never this. Oh, shut up. I'm in. I mean, I helped get Antigard. But that was wrong. Well, if that was wrong, I don't want to be right. Antigard is dead. What? Since when? He just posted bail the other night. Yeah, well, he was killed. By who? By Wiseman, Arthur. By Wiseman. Uh, okay, well, you gotta fill me in, Big Jimbo. If I'm gonna be part of this team, you gotta let me know what's up. I don't want you to be a part of this team. I don't care. I'm gonna find this Wiseman, and we're gonna arrest that motherfucker. He can't just kill someone and get away with it. Who does he think he is? Robert Blake? O.J. Simpson? George Zimmerman? Robert Durst? Casey Anthony? Enough, Arthur. He also killed my brother. His body's still laying on the cold concrete of that warehouse. Wait wait a second. You left your brother's body? I had to find you and Lauren. That was like hours ago, though. Yeah. Couldn't call an ambulance or something? Seems kind of messed up to leave his body just lying there. That's the way he would have wanted it. Really? 
Yeah, he loved concrete and empty warehouses. That's where mom and dad made him stay every weekend. Jesus. Your parents really did not like your brother. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing that now. I looked to Lauren, who was still sitting on the couch. Her eyes glazed over as she continued to try and fight back tears. She caught me staring. Do you believe me? I don't know what to believe. We can't let Smush get away with this. What the fuck is Smush? Arthur, why don't you go sit back in the corner of the room? No way. I'm a part of this now. I'll fill you in later. Promise? Sure, promise. High five. Arthur? If you just did it rather than complaining, it'd be over quicker. Fine. Cool. I'll be in the corner, listening intently. James? What? You do believe me, don't you? I had no idea of any attack. Motherfucker came down in a plane. Did you say a joke like, The plane, boss, the plane? No, I was diving to the ground in an attempt to not be shot. Hmm, still seems like a missed opportunity. And if it wasn't for Paul and his girlfriend Bethany, I could have bled out in the snow. I swear, James, I swear. I didn't know that would happen. I didn't know. No. Maybe you didn't. But someone else did. The guy in the plane? Yes, Simon, of course him, but also someone else. Who? Donald's old partner in She-Devil's Contact. Dick Matheson. Atlas Avenue Beat, written by Robert M. Lamb, edited by Issa Yazdezadeh, starring Jack Austin as Locke, Amy LeRae as Edith, James Sweezy as Paul, Brian Messick as Arthur, Robert M. Lamb as Joey, Corey Pettit as Lauren, Aiden Diamond as Simon, Contendo as Byman, Mike Lenhart as Curator, Brett Wilkins as Donald, and Mallory Presley as Bethany. Co-starring Mitchell Beck, Evelyn, Seth York, Crystal Hall, James Brown, Cody Meadows, Lewis Ferrant, Caitlin Spring, Dennis Caldwell, Amber Simpson, Sean Sullivan, Hope Ennis, Melanie Kissel, and Luke Hurt. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Also, check out www.7lamb.com for other podcasts such as this one. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash 7 Podcasts and on Twitter and Instagram at 7 Podcasts. This has been a Seven Lamb production.